Alright, what's going on ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Aaron here back once again with a Remote Closing Academy podcast. This is episode number three, and this episode is specifically for a couple of people. Uh, the first person is someone that is currently in a job, if you're listening to this and you're currently in a job, that you think that you're not getting paid what you're actually worth, which trick question is probably a lot of you if you are currently working a nine to five and uh, you're looking for some way out of that, right? That's the first person. The second person is if you're someone that is, you know, that's taking on a ton of responsibility, maybe you're in a management position, you know, you're in charge of other people and you not tell them what to do, but you know, you, you lead other people within the company, but you're also not getting compensated accordingly. This is going to be for you because the guy that we're talking to today, absolute savage stud, every, you know, every single word that is similar to that. And he was able to, you know, he's working full time at a job. And in his second month of being a remote closer, he was able to use the same strategies, the same things that not only we teach him, but he's learning and that he has from his current job and was able to make $30,000 in a single month in his like second or third month of, of joining the program. So, you know, I, I want to leave this quick disclaimer here at the beginning as well as is, is don't ever take that as like you coming in as a remote closer, you're going to make that money. But I mean, you'll hear within the, within the episode. He worked his full-time job. You know, he, he was able to make time. You know, he didn't find time that was non-existent. He made time to make it happen and make an absolute change and a difference for himself and his family. So I'm just going to go ahead and kick it off there. Let's jump into episode number three here with Naveen. Dude, how's, how's the day going so far? It's been going great, man. Starting off, first of all, I love your shirt. Looks Thanks. awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> makes, it actually reminds me, so my family's from the Fiji Islands, so reminds okay. me of... Uh, Reminds me of that. So yeah, morning is going great, man. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, dude, like, uh, you know, we, we talked a little bit before, uh, before we clicked record and just kind of learning more about you and, and your story. And, and I think it's, it's really awesome because, you know, you only jumped into to RCA, like the program uh, in April and we're recording this in July. So you, you've had a pretty quick progression before we jump like really deep into, you know, your success within the program, things like that. Let's just rewind the clocks. Maybe, you know, before you jumped into, you know, RCA the remote closing Academy or just remote closing in general, um, what were you doing from like a, a career job standpoint? Just maybe talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So funny thing is I, I went to college. I actually went for engineering. Um, I wanted to be in pharmaceutical, uh, in the pharmaceutical world, help find cures, all that, all that good stuff. Um, you know, went into that industry and realized, you know, it's very lonely, isolated and yeah. very repetitive. And I realized that uh, I needed to be around people. So I uh, started kind of venturing out, wanting to learn about sales, sales management. And I, uh, you know, ended up with a really good corporate job, um, you know, progressed my way there. I only was on the sales floor for about 13 months before they started putting me in management roles and um, putting up some big numbers as a, as a salesperson. So, um, uh, you know, basically been doing that for 14 years and, uh, you know, I'm, you know, the corporate world is, is good for, you know, if you just like a steady income and whatnot, um, not much, not much high reward, I guess, um, but steady, uh, you know, that's, that's the world you want to be in. But I know, I knew for a long time now that I just wanted to, to do something that's a little bit more high risk, a little bit more high reward uh, and mm -hmm. get paid what I'm worth. Yeah. 
Cool, man. And you know, you, you just touched on, and I, I didn't even know this, this part about you, but I think anyone that I talked to that's uh does it, that's an engineer that comes from like an engineering background. My, my wife was, was an engineer. Um, their brains work a little bit differently, like very, and maybe I'm just like, uh, you know, assuming, but I'm assuming like, you know, very kind of like structured, like, you know, having plans in place. So, you know, that compared to like, you know, jumping into something that is a little bit more remote, like RCA, like taking, you know, taking a chance on yourself for someone that's listening to this, that is a little bit more like in the same mindset, more analytical, like how, how what made you want to make that, that jump and, and kind of like risk, like you said, like high risk for, for you and your family. Yeah. Um, so I would say based on my college experience, so I was going to, uh, you know, Oregon state university and, um, you know, I, I was doing science and engineering there, um, you know, and I was kind of like, I didn't enjoy um, the process at all. I was just hoping that in the end of the day, it would all figure it out, uh, but it never did. But along the way, um, I did um, found some organizations there. And, uh, you know, I was president of a couple of organizations that were very successful. And, you know, I, I was truly enjoying that, you know, I, I could have done it for free. I did do it for free, you know, but mm. I could have had, you know, I could have just kept on doing that and uh, really enjoyed what I was doing. And it was very people oriented. And, um, but, you know, I also brought that organizational side to it with that engineering mindset. And, um, and, you know, when I was doing these engineering jobs, I always had that in the back of my mind, like eventually I want to turn it into something where I'm working with people and, um, you know, it's not all analytical. It's, it's, there's some, you know, like just getting to know people and, and that sort of thing. And, um, I knew that I deep down inside just naturally enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a lot of people told me you know, along the years, they're like, you, you're the only engineer I know that knows how to talk to people. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, you know, I always knew that I was going to get into some sort of management role, leadership role. And, and that's what I truly enjoy. Um, so when I started learning about RCA and, and, you know, I'd actually been on this, the prospect side of, of high ticket, uh, sales numerous times. And mm -hmm. there were a couple of experiences where I had, where I just thought I was talking to somebody that was really sharp and I was like, you know, this is, this is kind of cool. You know, um, it's not like, uh, you know, what you would think in the online side of it, you know, you're talking to really legit people that know what they're doing. And, uh, and I, that was always in the back of my mind, but I never knew like how to get a job like that. Um, I thought, I thought you had to probably be friends with the, uh, the founder or something like yeah. that. Or, um, and, and then once RCA's, uh, you know, I saw maybe you were the one that posted it. I don't know. Um, I saw, uh, it wasn't Cole, Cole's, uh, page. It was, um, it was one of those motivational quote pages and yeah. I was swiping through all the different quotes. And one of them that struck me was the real flex is retiring your par parents, not owning a Lambo or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, and that, that hit me. Cause I was like, you know, that, that resonates right there. You know, like uh, you know, being able to give your parents a good, you know, post career life and, and, you know, that's sort of thing that really struck with me. Um and then also just, I think for myself, just making sure my kids don't have to worry about their parents. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, uh, trying to take care of both things there. And that's when I started following um, and just post after post, it just was like, 
holy crap, you know, like <laughs> he's talking about literally everything I've tried in the past that didn't work out. Mm. And, uh, and I was like, you know what, maybe it is better to just start off helping somebody else build uh, their company and, uh, and, and learning that way. And then who knows where it goes from there. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's kind of piggyback off of that a little bit because you were talking about how you found RCA and, and kind of the journey into it. Um, what was, I guess, maybe your first impressions, we'll say, when you, when you jumped to the program, you, know, you, you, you decided to make that jump for yourself. Um, what were yeah. kind of those, those first impressions for, of the program? Uh, I, thought, I thought it was pretty cool, um, you know, going through that, the, the online posts and, and all that. I, I think when I started going through the process of watching the videos, you know, through the funnel and, um, and seeing the numbers that Cole was talking about, you know, I was, uh, first of all, I didn't, had no idea that, you know, somebody selling a coaching program could make that much. You know, like I said, I, I didn't know how to get the job, didn't know how to look it up. Uh, I thought you just had to have connections or, or know somebody that happened to start an online company or, um, so once I, once I got in, I thought it was pretty cool that I had a one-on-one, you know, very next day. Um, and, you know, I think getting that plan from Tyler, um, you know, just making it really easy to break it down and say, Hey, this is, this is what you do. And I was totally open to like, whatever, like I knew I had, uh, you know, corporate experience and that sort of thing. But I came into it like, you know, you coach me. I don't, I'm, I don't know anything, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just give me the plan. Uh, let me know if I'm doing all right uh, every now and then. And um, it was just, I, I, it was just like one thing after another, you know, I just hit, I check off each video, uh, got through it and did my mocks. Uh, and, and funny thing is I didn't even get a chance to do that many mocks because every time I sent one to Tyler, she's like, yeah, you need to go to the next thing. <laughs> you're <laughs> like, yeah. You're done. You're done doing the Saturn one, go to the closer one. Then I did a couple of closer mocks. Um, and I sent a couple to her and I jumped on one of her live calls, which, you know, jumping on live calls has been a challenge for me because of the, the corporate job. But, um, but, you know, I definitely watched the recordings and I get a lot of the recordings, but I jumped on this one live call and, uh, and she was looking for a volunteer to run through the, the closer mock. And there was like silence for like, probably 20 seconds but no it usually is yeah and it felt like five minutes felt like five minutes I was like thinking to myself do I do this this would be my third one Uh (laughs) do I do it I was like all right I'll do it and uh went through that I thought I was like oh my gosh I'm I am doing terrible here and I'm like fumbling and bubbling and and uh you know my prospect is saying things that I've never heard before and I'm like how do I bounce back with that and and then by the end of it it was like uh, she's like, I'm putting you in the pipeline. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and I was like, holy cow, you know, and just, you know, things would just progress so quickly, but you know, what I would say is if you follow the plan and you just force yourself to get out there, do the mocks, fall on your face, you're just going to keep moving forward, you know? And that's what happened. Yeah. It's just been like one big whirlwind after another. Um, I've really wanted to do more mocks with people even after I got the job, but it's just been such a whirlwind between the two worlds of corporate and, and this offer that's like really random. And like some weeks you have like a a full calendar and, and some weeks it's just like, you know, three calls here and there. And then, um, but it's just been, yeah, it's been mind blowing. I can't believe, you know, it's been what, three months and, uh, it feels like 
at least a year. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it, from, from the post that I've seen is like, it's, it's consistent progression, actually really quick. Um, explain what a mock call is to people that are listening to this, that like have no idea about remote closing, just so they have like a, an understanding. Yeah. Yeah. So basically practice with your peers. Um, you know, you throw your link out there and, and people will join and you just try to practice in an environment, you know, where it's safe and, you know, you're not being judged. And everybody that I've partnered with has been super encouraging and they've given me great feedback. And, um, and I do the same, you know, for them. And um, the cool part is, you know, eventually you meet them in person and, and, you know, it's a pretty cool experience there, but basically the mock call is, helping you just work through the kinks, um, you know, and in a safe environment and, and before you're ready to kind of jump into the live thing. Cool, man. And I do want to kind of break down one, one thing really quickly for, for those of you that are listening. Um, one thing that Naveen talked about was, uh, the pipeline, right. Getting put into the pipeline. And, uh, the cool part about, uh, you know, RCA specifically, uh, that, you know, and this is coming from, you know, someone that has known Cole for a while and, and, you know, just, just understanding that this is, it really just is a family of, of people that want you to grow. Um, so, so basically the pipeline, what it is, is when you partner up with RCA, um, the, the other division we'll say of closers.io is called STA, which is sales team accelerator. And, uh, you know, the benefit of us really like teaching people, right. Teaching people within RCA is that with these, you know, within sales team accelerator, these are you know, high ticket programs that are looking for appointment setters and remote closers, right? So when we can train people internally and say, hey, you know, give them the stamp of approval of RCA, we can then put them in the pipeline of these other businesses that are actively looking for, again, for setters and closers. And the cool part is, again, on each side is within RCA, you're getting that stamp of approval and that's, you know, really that trust with it, you know, for coming from Cole Gordon. And then on the SDA side, you know, as a setter or closer that you're getting placed into a business that is at least has some uh, credibility, right? You're not going into like, you know, a complete startup where they have no appointments or nothing for you. And you're kind of set up for success, right? Going through the pipeline, um, you have a much better chance in uh, getting placed in, in a really good offer. Right. So, um, yeah. So just kind of wanted to, to break that down for, for those that uh, don't know what the, what the pipeline is. So um, what would you say is like, you know, what do you think is, has been the main thing to attribute to your quick growth? And I know you kind of mentioned, mentioned a couple of those things, right? Like taking chances, you know, jumping into the mock calls, you know, doing that, you know, doing the, the, the live mock with, with Tyler. And that's what kind of like, you know, jump, you know, jump or help, helped you jump forward a little bit. Um, but what, other than that, like, can you think of anything, anything else that's, that's attributed to that? Uh, I think just being intentional, you know, and um, not waiting for something to happen. Uh, I think you just have to make it happen. Um, I, you know, obviously I still have my day job, you know, and, you know, I found I made the time, you know, I didn't have time, but I made it. Um, Mm. um, And, you know, I I just said, I have to figure this out. I have to, I have to get on an offer. I've got to, you know, get experience as quick as possible. If my, you know, if I'm trying to hit my goals the way, uh, you know, I'm looking at it, you know, um, I had to learn quickly. And I think also just coming in and not having any kind of like, Oh, I've been doing sales for yeah. 22 years. You know what I mean? Like I just, I just said, you know what, this is new. Yeah. I might have some sales experience and sales leadership and all that, but, um, this is a new industry, you know, and it works different. So I'm, completely flushing out what's here and I'm going to relearn this thing. I'm going to master this. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, man. I mean, I'm going to, we're probably going to have to turn that into a quote. You're not going to, you can't find time. You got to make time, right? And I think that's, oh, yeah. that's been a really, a really like a quote that we've heard in the first two episodes as well. It's like, you're, you know, if you just jump into this and you're like, yeah, I'll like get to it when, you know, when I can, it's like, it's never going to happen. Right. You, you got to take yeah. little sacrifices or sometimes big sacrifices, right. To, to be able yep. to, to get to the, get to the life you want to live, you know? Right. Um, so, right. so super, super powerful stuff there. Um, I, I, we can't jump off this call without, uh, without talking about the posts that you, that you made and we'll, we'll throw it up on, on screen. It was the, you know, your Excel spreadsheet of the, you know, I think it was for June, correct. The proposed versus actual. Yep. Yep. Cool. So, um, for, you know, for those of you that are, that are watching this, you basically have a, a spreadsheet that's it's pr proposed, uh, you know, commission, right. Or, you know, sales and, and commission, and you propose that you were going to make 14, uh, you know, 14.2,000 rise right, is, is what we're based right. on like the KPIs, but you actually right. made something different. So, so let's just talk about that really quickly and how, how you think that came to, uh, came to be. Yeah. So originally the funny thing is, so, uh, when, uh, Uri sent me the the offer and the info on it, uh, the quote was 9K to 16K. Mm. Um, so when I saw that, I was like, uh, I don't know about, I don't know if I'm, you know, if, if I'm hitting like, if that's the full-time uh, amount that I would be making, I don't know, like that. So that means basically I'm going to make about four or 5K because I don't have a full-time availability. Yeah. Um, so, and I let the, you know, I let my, uh, hiring manager know that too, like, Hey, I'm transitioning and, and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, so I was thinking to myself like four or five K, um, yeah. and basically, you know, I opened up my calendar nights, weekends, early mornings, um, to, to make it around to take some paid time off if I, if it was a crazy week and, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, messed around and got to 33,000. So, uh, Dude. and it was, it was shocking too. Like I, uh, the funny thing is like, I probably made 20,000 of that in the final week and, yeah. um, you know, the start to start the month off, uh, it was, so I had three, I had four calls before I went to the Ascension event, closed those four. Um, and then after that, didn't have a single call for another 10 days and, um, and then slowly started trickling again. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I pretty much figured out like, Hey, I got to go in there. I got to start setting some appointments, um, mm -hmm. because the, the ads and, and that sort of thing, it's like, it's not bringing people into a point where it's like anything close to what I was expecting for calls. Yeah. Um, so I decided, you know what, I'm going to go through back into the RCA training, learn the appointment setting again, use the stuff there, um, get people on the call that way. Um, and I ended up spending about 20 myself. And, and once I got a good groove of that, I started training the setters. Um, and once that all kind of came into, you know, together and we kind of worked as a team, like, Hey, we diagram, like, Hey, this is the point of triage. So that when you, when they passed it to me, I can take that and close it within one call. Mm -hmm. um, if your triage is weak, it's going to take me following up probably for a while, um, multiple times. So they saw like light bulb in their head, like, Hey, if I do a good job here, this guy's going to make me money today or tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, and, and before that, that wasn't really, there wasn't really much of a structure. Um, the setters were basically like, Hey, if they had a hot prospect, they could close it. Uh, mm -hmm. but a lot of times 
people were just saying they were really interested and just wanting to get the price and yeah. you know that sort of thing so i was like hey guys don't fall for that yeah. you know <laughs> actually like challenge them a little bit you know get yeah. them, like ask them some tough questions be real with them and like let them know hey this is a real business opportunity it's not like open to every single person you know um so challenge them do this i wrote them their scripts uh you know i i just took you know one night like 11 p.m. I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to write the script for them. Yeah. And so I used the frameworks of the triage, uh, wrote it out specific to our company. And, uh, and from that, that, that's what I think culminated in that 20,000 uh, week that I had to close out the month. And, uh, you know, it's just, it was just crazy how that all happened. But when I was in it, I didn't really know what it was amounting to yeah. until like, it was like three days left in the month. I started doing some calculations on my phone, like what my commission would be. And I saw 28,000. I was like, my heart started no jumping way. out of my, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the heck? Like I had to miss something here. Like, and so, uh, you know, once I redid the calculations, it came back the same. I was like, I was like, I didn't have words. Yeah. I just took the, I took my phone, ran downstairs, showed my wife the number on the, on the calculator. Uh -huh. and she was like, are you kidding there's no me? way like, yeah 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 uh, she was just like about to fall on the ground i'm yeah. like hyperventilating I'm like what the heck just happened you know and then once i collected myself i was like all right i gotta hit 30 because i told yeah. my so i told my uh my hiring manager i was like hey by january 2023 i want to consistently make 30 to 40k is that possible and he said yeah you know once we start ramping up ads and we start doing all these things you know, we eventually want to hit 500,000 a month in, in total revenue. So yes, um, eventually, and you know, the plan is hopefully get you into that leadership role and where you're getting some rev share and, and all that. Um, mm. So yeah, by January, very possible. Well, I did that <laughs> six months month. early. <laughs> yeah, they so the funny thing is, so I hit my personal goal, uh, the first uh -huh. month, and then their goal of half a million month, they hit 560. That was their record there nice. um hit that last month as well so and i was basically half the revenue um so uh, wild month i will never forget it uh <laughs> dude um crazy is, man yeah dude that is such a good story like i if, I, I usually have the the screen just like fixated on you for those of you that are watching or whatever i was literally smiling for the last three minutes like it was just so it, it's so awesome to see and and you know a lot of stuff that i kind of want to unpack there but um, you know, I think that one of the last things that you said is, you know, you help this company hit record months, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's where, you know, a lot of people that are thinking about remote closing or, you know, when I first learned about remote closing, I'm sure it was the same with you is like, you know, you're hearing these numbers of, you know, 15, 20, 30, 50,000 a month. And it's like, it, it's just almost unfathomable, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's hard to kind of wrap your, your, wrap your mind around. But for those of you that are kind of listening and, and you're in that same mindset is it's the, the reason that we're able to make the money that we can, right? As a remote closer is because we're helping these businesses make money, right? The business made right. $560,000. You made yep. a small portion of that, right? Or, you mm -hmm. know, what I wouldn't say small portion, but you made a, a percentage of that, right? It's not just like, right. no, they're just paying you, right? It's, it's an expense. Right. It's they're investing into you and your skills. So they don't have to take the calls themselves. And, you know, right. you, they have someone like you that's putting in the work and, and really building out the team. And, and that's the, the second thing that I, you know, we've basically known each other for, I don't know, 30, 30 minutes. And uh, I just wanted to say, dude, I'm, I'm super proud of you. Like there's, um, you know, there, there's a lot of things that, that Naveen just, just broke down that 
um, really showcase why he was able to make the 30,000 a month because you know, you can, you can come in as a remote closer and, and take calls, right? And, and you can make some good money. But what Naveen is doing is he's, you know, he came into this business and he's like literally building out other profit centers for that business. He's, you know, finding other appointment setters. He's training the appointment setters. He's building out the scripts for the appointment setters, right? There's, there's so many other things that, that he had to do in order to hit that 30,000 a month, right? And, and I think the, the, to me, the, the, like the mind-blowing part of that dude is like, you're doing this part-time. Right. You still have a, a full-time job. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's great. And I'm, I'm just excited to see, you know, what, what happens at when you are able to take this full-time, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, did you want to, did you want to touch anything else on, on that part? Yeah. You know, um, it, it was part-time call load, but I would say any free moment I had, I was either, you know, they threw me like, Hey, this, this person said this, what do I say back? You know? So yeah. I'd give them a response. Um, and so they're learning along the way I'm teaching along the way. And, um, you know, so it was very rewarding. I think, uh, you know, their excitement just jumped through the roof for their job. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's the most rewarding part of it is that these guys show up every day. They're like, who can I set, who can I get on yeah. this calendar? You know, and, and, uh, um, you know, closing at a very high percentage when, especially when they're, when they're doing that triage, um, you know, the right way, not skipping steps, that sort of thing. Um, you know, it makes it easier for me. And then they see the payoff very quickly. They've made more money than they've ever made before. Um, and it's, they were making things way more complicated uh, yeah. before I started teaching. Like they were having like 45 minute setting calls. Oh no. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you guys can just do 10 minutes of work and I'll take it the rest of the way and you're going to uh-huh. get paid. Right um so you know very easy selling point for them like yeah man get me off these calls i don't want to like you know they just they didn't enjoy that part of it they were on the phones for such a long time and it wasn't getting them paid um Mm -hmm. and you know so they were just like what why am i doing this this is like a part-time you know like maybe it'll be nice if i get paid sometimes but now they're looking at it like man i can start stacking up some money you know and um so just their excitement, um, for, you know, any time that they can get somebody on my calendar, that, that type of stuff is priceless. And, um, you know, that makes me enjoy my role in this company even more. Um, you know, just being able to build that team we're just like talking to each other. Okay. This is like, my setters are now like my informants, you know, they're like, Hey, so this is what I found out you know, go get it, man. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's pretty cool, you know, like I, a lot of things that came out of this, I'd never even expected. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I really enjoy it. I, I don't consider it to be work in comparison to what I do for corporate. It's just like, this is fun. This is natural. Yeah. This is, you know, even though I'm a, I, I guess the engineering part of my brain helps in this side because, you know, I take processes and I make them more efficient. That's basically how my brain works. Um, and now it's just in this setting, it's, it's great because now you're just going to get paid much yeah. better for it. So, yeah, you, you get paid better and, and honestly, you get paid what you're, what you're worth, right? It's like, mm-hmm. we were talking about it before we started recording. It's yep. like, you could put the exact same amount of work at, you know, at the job that you're working right now. And they're, they're, they're going to like laugh you out of the room. If you, if you ask them to, you know, get paid what, what you're doing for, for the current company or, you know, the, the, oh, the yeah. company working with, you know, <laughs> um, so there was, there was one thing that completely slipped my mind. Oh, 
So what's, um, just, I mean, this is for any like salespeople that are listening to this, like what were some of your biggest like takeaways or maybe some like tips and tricks more just on the sales side. So, you know, that's helped you, you know, increase your close percentage, like more just again, sales tips wise, like what, what were some of your biggest takeaways from, from some of the, some of the training? You know, I think, um, the framework is awesome. Having, having a, uh, kind of like a plan in place, so to say, uh, a path to take the call, um, you know, and I think ultimately just being present with the person you're talking to. I think if you, if your follow-up questions are based on what they just said now, they don't know there's a script. It's like, you know, it's, this guy's just talking to me. Um, and I think that based on my experiences of talking to people in that, in that setting or any, anywhere, actually anything that I've ever bought, um, when somebody's talking directly to me and speaking to me, um, you know, they're more often, I mean, if the, if the product works more often than not, they're going to get my credit card. Um, and so I kind of had that in my mind. Um, and basically my dad was my example for just like crazy results. Um, my dad, you know, he moved from the Fiji Islands when he was like in his twenties, uh, did some odd jobs, then found himself in car sales. Mm-hmm. And that's where he found his, basically his thing. And, uh, and he's just selling out of a small town, uh, Springfield, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And when he was in his forties, he was selling about a hundred cars a month. Um, and Damn. yeah. And now he's like 68 years old and he's still selling around 50 appointment only. Um, <laughs> His, his, his clientele self gen in his own, uh, his car sales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like he, there have been so many layoffs, company changes, buyouts, everything. And he's lasted through those in uh, every single one. He's the yeah. sole survivor. And, uh, and the thing that my dad, like I would listen in sometimes when he's talking to his customers, he was just so real with them, you know? Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, if you want it. Yeah, sure. Uh, this is what it does. If you like it, yeah, no worries. Um, if you don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. And just take the pressure. Everybody comes into the car sales just thinking, gosh, I'm going to be sold everything under the roof. Mm-hmm. Funny thing is he did end up selling everything under the roof, but he just took all that pressure off them. Yeah. Um, and, and people now will travel, you know, people who've moved away from Oregon and, you know, found themselves in another part of the country will travel back just to, just to mm-hmm. work with him and, and the loyalty to him is just astounding to me. Yeah. Um, but the realness, it's the realness uh, with people that ultimately will translate nowhere, mm-hmm. no, no matter what you're, you're selling or, or whatnot. Yeah. I think like, you know, I've done a, a good amount of, I wouldn't say sales training, but you know, I've, I've been doing sales for you know a couple of years at this point. And I think that um, that's, and the thing about it though, is like, that's kind of the hard part to teach, you know, like it's the, the, the example that I always get or not example, but it's like, it's, it's hard to teach someone how to have a good personality, you know, like if someone comes in and they, they have that mentality of, uh, you know, like, you know, everyone talks about like being a used car salesman or like that, just like really pressure, like hard pressure type sales mentality. Can it work? Sure. Um, but uh, I, from what I found, just, you know, so many people take that, like they're, they're already so defensive when they jump on a sales call or any type of call, right? They yeah. assume it to be a sales call. And as soon as you can take that pressure away, it just makes it so much more of a conversation and, and, and right. a lot easier to like, they, they get to that point where they're like waiting for the sale, but you're, you're not pushing it on. You know what I mean? It's like, they ask right. you, they ask you like, right. okay, cool. Like what are next steps? How can I like take advantage of what you're talking about? So, yep. um, 
Lots of good stuff there, man. What would you say, um, you know, for, for someone that's, that's listening to this and, and, you know, they've listened up to this point or actually let's, let's not get there yet. One last thing I wanted to, to, to kind of come back through, um, anyone that is listening to this, that they're currently in sales, right? Cause you, you're basically a, you know, a sales integrator for, for your, you know, your current, current day job, you know, company, um, and, and we've kind of talked about how, you know, you, you'll never really be able to make like what you want to be able to, you know, provide for yourself and your family um, from, you know, from the corporate world. So, you know, uh, someone that's, that's kind of, that is currently in, in some sort of sales, real estate, insurance, uh, mortgage, you know, what, what would you say to that person to, you know, to, to, to urge them like, Hey, dude, there's, there's so much more out there that, that you can use these skills to get paid for. What would you say to that person? Uh, I would say, you know, are you getting paid what you're worth, you know? Um, if, if the answer is yes, then cool. Keep doing that. If not, then there's a whole other world out there and, you know, you don't have to be tied. If you're a real estate agent, you, you don't own your calendar at all. Um, mm. you know, especially if you're a good one, uh, like my, my personal realtor, she is, she, all she does is real estate. There's a lot of part-time ones out there that think they can kind of sneak in and, take a little bit of the, of the glory, but, uh, it's always the ones that are fully invested in that are the best ones. Mm. And she's available all day, every day. And, um, you know, and some of those just don't end up the way that you want. So you're spending a lot of time and, and, uh, and you know, you got the recessions that hit and whatnot. I mean, it's affecting everyone now it's affecting every industry, but what I would say is, are you getting paid what you're worth? Are you getting paid for your performance? Um, you know, if you get really good at your skill, if you work really hard for the next 90 days, are you going to get a $30,000 raise? Are you going to, mm. you know, uh, that's, you know, those are the types of things that I would talk about. Um, especially like with my peer group, a lot of people who make over six figures, they're comfortable, you know, they're like, Oh yeah, I made it. I'm making six yeah. figures, you know? And that to me is like that, that's the ultimate trap because, mm maybe six figures was a big deal in 2005, but now six figures is like the $60,000 job in 2005. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and, you know, I think from my perspective, just because of this uh, last few weeks, I've been doing this, me and my wife, before this, we were talking about like inflation. We're talking about gas prices and all this stuff. And now it's like, I don't care anymore. It doesn't affect me. I'm going to go make whatever we need to make. And we're going to have the life yeah. that we want. Um, because now I'm building myself to be one of those people that not only can produce, but will be headhunted. And I've been headhunted, mm. uh, you know, multiple times. And, you know, the, the future is really bright, you know, uh, you know, talking about, having eventually a six figure month is, is not out of the question now. Yeah. Um, you know, making seven figures is a possibility. It's on the roadmap. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not, a, it's not a pipe dream. So, you know, I probably, I'd probably say a lot. Like if I was talking yeah, to somebody, just have a full on uh, 30 minute yeah, conversation yeah, I, with them. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's, it's with that group, you know, they're making good money in terms of society, how it looks. So you can start feeling really good about yourself. Um, and that's the trap. I think, I think people who are making not much money now, it's not like, it's pretty obvious to them. They don't make enough, but mm -hmm. when you're over six figures, well over six figures, you can have this idea that you have it good. And 
it's just not true. I've seen so many people get laid off and mm. uh, I've seen, you know, basically corporations are, you know, it's not specific to where I work. It's everywhere. They're looking to increase their bottom line. And if and something happens like a recession or whatnot, a lot of times the workforce is where they're looking for that bottom line and mm. adding more work to your plate, taking on two or three people's jobs into one, but getting paid basically the same amount. Yeah. Um, there's all kinds of you know issues that can come up with being in that six figure range um, that I hear all the time. You know, I, I think a lot of people in my position would think you're crazy for doing something else. You know, that's the that's yeah. the <laughs> that's the real crazy part is that you know they would probably hear what I'm doing and go, "Wow, that's weird." Um, <laughs> uh, but. I don't care. I, I just don't have that ego. You know, I'm at the place where I'm like, I want, I want to help other people build their companies. You know, I want to, I want to help someone, you know, my, our, our, uh, the offer I'm on was averaging 200 K according to what they were saying. Um, you know, during the interview process it was 200 K a month. Um, and you know, the goal was to get to half a million by the end of the year and, and then start hitting a million, uh, 2023. And, you know, to hit that over half a million mark the first month, it's like, it's also giving them hope that they can hit their goals a lot quicker too. I, mm -hmm. I think that's more rewarding than, you know, just about anything I could do in corporate. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's all that stuff is, is super powerful stuff. Like literally take note, anyone that's watching this, like take notes, like so much stuff in the past, like rewind the past five minutes and, and listen to some of that stuff. Cause it was, it was all really good. Um, so, so the last thing, man, like it was basically the same, same question, but you know, if someone is hesitant about investing in themselves, right. Cause they think that there, there's so many different ways that people are being sold, like make money online. Right. What do you think, you know, kind of like what you said earlier, you know, you, you tried a bunch of different things, you tried, you know, just all these different online business models. What would you say to someone that is on the fence of remote closing versus let's say drop shipping, right? Like what, anything yeah. specific to them? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, try and look at if you're really trying to get out of your situation, um, you know, take the past path of least resistance, you know, when you're starting something completely on your own, and I tried numerous times, you have to put good 80 hours a week into that. And if you already have a full time job, uh, that's going to be that's going to be tough. Something has to go. And for me, every single time the, the, the job won over because it was just killing me to build stuff on the side and, um, always hit a ceiling because it's all mm -hmm. me, you know, and in this situation, it's very natural fit, um, because it's more like you're just learning a new skill and you're still, you're still working for someone. So it's not like you have to think about everything. You could just zero in, um, you know, learn this skill and make a lot of money because it's a high valued skill. And, you know, these growing companies need good people and they need people who are invested in themselves. First of all, if you invest in yourself, you're going to get people to invest in themselves too. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, it just, it, it's, it's, to me, it's the path of least resistance, especially if you're trying to get out of something. Um, and you know, it's the quickest that you're going to start generating money. Um, and, and from all the things that I've tried, obviously this is mind blowing. I mean, I've made, 
uh, I want to say I've made 52,000 in about six weeks and it's part-time, you know, it's, uh, I, ha- I don't even have a full call load yet. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's, that's why I'm so excited to see like what, uh, what can, what can be made of it. And, and that's actually a, a pretty frequent question that we get on you know, Instagram and, and YouTube comments and, and some of the, the stuff that we post on Facebook is like, you know, I'm currently working a job. Can I do this part-time? Like Naveen is a perfect example of like, yes, you can do this full-time. There's a, you know, another guy we're going to have on, um, here in the next couple of weeks. He was, uh, he was a full-time teacher, right? 40 hours a week. And he was able to on the nights, you know, on the weekends, take calls. Um, and I think that just goes directly back to, to what you were talking about at the beginning. It's like, you know, you, you can, you can sit here all day long and complain about how you don't have time to do stuff, or you can like make time to change your life and do the things that you need to, to get to that point. So, um, Naveen, dude, I, I highly appreciate, uh, you spending the time here with us and, and going through your story and, and giving us, giving us some, some of the tips and tricks. I, you know, I was taking personal notes over here, just of, of a couple of things that you said that, um, that were really powerful. And I think that, that a lot of people will be able to take, um, take advantage of. So, you know, again, and I know I keep saying this, but if you guys are listening to this and, you know, you, you, you've heard one or two of the things that we've talked about here today of, you know, changing your life, you know, not worrying about, gas prices and the price of bread going up, right? And and inflation and having those conversations of like, okay, this is actually possible and I can create a better life for myself, for my family and, and really give them the life that's, um, you know, that, that you probably have wanted to. So if, uh, you know, if you are listening to this and you're on YouTube, on the podcast, um, the first link in the description in the show notes will be a, a 19 minute video by our founder, Cole, that goes a little bit more in detail about how this whole industry works, um, right. How you can learn this one high value skill, to, you know, without building a business, without creating your own product or service and, and really create a full-time income and beyond, um, by doing that again, at that video, 19 minutes, click the link, and, uh, you know, it, it doesn't sell anything, right? It's not going to, there's no, no price point at the end. Um, but of course, out of full transparency, if you were like, Hey, I do want to learn more about, you know, remote closing and how this all can work, there will be, you know, an opportunity to do so and, and talk more to the team. So I wanted to throw that in there, but, uh, Naveen, any, any last words, parting words for, for anyone that's, that's listening to, uh, to this episode, uh, just be a sponge, be a sponge, learn, you know, I've learned so much. I haven't been able to join the live calls for Ascension yet which is crazy, but I've watched all the recordings and I always get some gold nugget from every call. And it, I always have to go back to my script, re, restructure it and <laughs> add something they said. And it, it's all fire, man. Good, good. All right. Parting words, be a sponge, be open to learning, be humble and, uh, and take action, right? That's the biggest thing here. So um, one more time, Naveen, thank you so much for, for jumping on this episode. And if you guys want to learn more about remote closing, remember, click the links down below. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. If you're watching on the pot or listening on the podcast, make sure to subscribe. And uh, we're, we're always trying to get re- reviews out there. So make sure to leave a review and uh, let us know what you thought about the, uh, about the episode. So anyway, guys, Aaron here from the Remote Closing Academy podcast. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Talk soon and peace.